When it comes to the Internet of Things, the predicted number of connected devices may vary wildly, and the hype, even more so. But one thing is clear. We all need to connect to the Internet of Things. Hi, I'm Scott Smith for ThinkCast, and Gartner is rolling out its latest update to the special report on the Internet of Things. We've got the chief author, Gartner analyst Mark Hung, on the line for a look at why it's time to move past the hype and start fully embracing the IoT. Mark, welcome. Thanks for having me, Scott. So, Internet of Things. I don't know if there is a hotter topic out there right now, not just in IT, but across the business world. We hear amazing numbers of tens of billions of objects to be connected in the next few years, et cetera, and so forth. The possibilities are endless. A lot of hype. So we're here to cut through that to find out what's that and what's reality. But let's kind of take a little journey. How has the perception of IoT evolved over the past few years? Thank you, Scott. Yeah, so, you know, this is our third year having IoT as a major research theme across all of Gartner. And if I were to look at the progression of the research over the last three years, I would say it went from hope in the first year to possibilities last year, and finally this year to reality. And what I mean by that is, you know, in the first year in 2015, when we embarked on this IoT research journey, the perception generally has been that, you know, IoT may be this, you know, silver bullet, you know, the great hope that was going to solve all of IT's ills. Then last year, I think the perception shifted towards more of the possibilities, the use cases that IoT can serve, and also honing on potential issues that the technology can address. And finally, this year, now as part of this evolution, the technology and also the marketplace, we see that people are finally getting down to kind of the brass tacks of how to implement this technology. And if I were to use a single word to summarize it, it would be reality. Now, reality is not always necessarily a negative thing. As you know, uh, at Gartner, we have a very well-established model to describe the evolution of a technology by using the hype cycle. Um, a couple of years ago, IoT was definitely at the very peak of the hype cycle, and now it's starting to move its way down. And although, you know, eventually it's got to go through the trough of disillusionment, I think that's a necessary step for the technology and the marketplace to take in order to emerge stronger. Well, as you mentioned before, I mean, down doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. It might mean a correction from that this is going to cure everything from the way we, you know, we'll never take a profit loss again. We'll never have a, to worry about any business losses to it's somehow going to cure cancer to, okay, what can it really do for us? Um, with that in mind, as we make this kind of journey deeper into the reality of the situation, what are some of the major uh, Internet of Things trends that you saw in 2016 that are really carrying over into 2017 and beyond and really uh, informing that journey for us? Sure. And just as a side note, um, just to follow up you know, on the previous question first, you know, I think eventually IoT will be a major technology building block to curing cancer. I think what has been perhaps misperceived is the time frame that it takes to do that. And that's, again, you know, why the hype cycle is so useful to describe that evolution and why, you know, although IoT will have a significant impact on not just the technology industry but society in general, but that, you know, it's just that it's going to take longer than people expected. But in terms of the kind of the trends that I have carried over from last year to this year, 
Uh, there are a couple. I think um, uh, not a day goes by when you don't hear about some security breach as a result of, you know, a consumer device or enterprise equipment being connected to the Internet and as a result cause a major attack. And so security is still very much top of line for both the technology providers as well as the IT leaders and the business leaders in their organizations. So in terms of uh, IoT specifically, what it introduces is that it actually introduces a new wrinkle when it comes to security because with traditional cybersecurity, whether it's about your mobile phone, whether it's about you know, your PCs and laptops, your tablets, or your servers in the data centers, generally these devices are physically secured, right? They're either on your person, in your office, in your home, or you know, in a secured area in a data center. However, with uh, many IoT endpoints, they're out in the open. You're talking about you know, sensors that are placed on a bridge, in the field, so on and so forth. And therefore, that makes it even harder to secure. And so I think um, strengthening the overall uh, digital security with the introduction of IoT is uh, going to continue to be a major theme that will carry over from 2016 to 2017. And in fact, if you look at our latest IoT backbone survey that was conducted second half of last year, it showed that 32% uh, of IT leaders cite security as the top barrier to IoT success. And that was by far the top concern amongst all the other issues that they had listed. Another trend I think uh, that's going to continue to gain a lot of attention moving from 2016 to 2017 is the search for a killer app for IoT. To date, whether it's uh, IoT in the enterprise or IoT in the consumer market, you see a lot of uh, applications that are more nice to have rather than must have. What has emerged um, in the second half of last year, and that's gaining momentum throughout this year, is that there may be a glimmer of hope as to how that application is going to manifest itself. And that's through the use of uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and uh, the deep learning technologies. For example, you know, deep learning, which is a subset of machine learning, requires a massive amount of data, and also at the same time uh, requires significant computational resources in order to make it work. And uh, um, until recently, there have been very few uh, viable use cases that existed for deep learning, largely due to the lack of data. On the other hand, with IoT, while it lacks that uh, killer app, it certainly doesn't lack for data. In fact, um, one of the um, key concerns for IT leaders is how to store and manage all those massive amounts of data that's being generated by IoT. So due to that uh, kind of symbiotic relationship between IoT and uh, deep learning, I think you're going to start to see some, if not killer, uh, definitely very attractive apps that are going to emerge throughout this year. You touched on a few as we went through, but and, and may I step back and, and do my aside, which is it's very nice after we've always used that cure cancer as kind of the pie in the sky thing to finally hear the technology that could help get us there. So definitely great possibilities. With that in mind, what are some of the major opportunities that IoT offers for IT and business leaders? Kind of what's the reality there versus what we've heard all the hype? Yeah, so I think in terms of opportunities, I would divide them into two buckets. One is kind of more of the short-term tactical opportunities. Then there are more the kind of the strategic long-term opportunities. 
And maybe I'll just give a, a couple of examples on that front where both of them are manifested. So look at, say, the organization itself, the digital workplace. You know, from a tactical perspective, uh, there's been a lot of focus on, for example, smart buildings, how to uh, reduce costs, how to increase occupancy rates, so on and so forth through the use of IoT technology. So, for example, say, you know, smart lighting, the HVAC system being connected, um, you know, to the overall IT system for better management, uh, occupancy sensors. These are all IoT technologies that can improve the operational efficiency of an organization, and I'll call those are probably the more tactical opportunities. But from a more strategic level, if you look at the same uh, issue, today, especially with the focus on the, uh, kind of the new workforce from the millennial generation, one of the key concerns of the C-levels in organizations is how to attract and retain talent in this age of the uh, millennial generation. And so, therefore, the C-levels, decision makers, are looking at this problem not necessarily from a cost perspective, but much more from an employee retention and engagement perspective. So in the same vein, you can look at, say, a cafeteria in a company. From a functional and operational perspective, kind of cafeteria is a big problem because, you know, it's probably used only, you know, one or two hours a day out of, a, say, a 12-hour workday and the other, you know, 10 hours are not, it's not really well used. And so that's an issue for the operational leader. But from a kind of a C-level decision maker, what they're looking at is how can we make that space more engaging, more collaborative, and um, to make sure our employees are able to be more productive while they're in the office. So in, for example, that example actually provides an opportunity for IoT to both save costs and also to increase the employee engagement. So that satisfies both the strategic and the tactical imperatives. So that was more kind of inward-facing and organizational opportunity. If you look at more of an outward-facing opportunity, there's the uh, kind of the digital commerce and digital retail opportunity. Again, from a tactical perspective, what IoT with its myriad technologies is, can improve a lot of the back office operations in retail for example, supply chain management, you know, asset tracking, so on and so forth, to really improve the efficiencies of the organization. On the other hand, from a more strategic level, uh, in terms of customer engagement, IoT offers other technologies like, say, you know, Bluetooth beacons, customer tracking, and other similar types of technologies that will help, especially the brick-and-mortar stores, better compete in this increasingly online world. So those are just a two, two of the examples where opportunities exist for IoT to have a significant business impact, both from a strategic as well as a tactical viewpoint. Our guest is Gartner Research Vice President Mark Hung, who is the lead analyst on the Internet of Things research for Gartner. And Mark, one of the things I know we talk about when it comes to digital transformation is something that I think also applies specifically with the Internet of Things, and that is the opportunity for CIOs and other IT leaders to step in and really impact the business side. Um, with that said, what should business leaders be focusing on in terms of their IoT efforts? And toward that extension, what should IT leaders such as CIOs be steering their business leaders toward focusing on? Yeah, so, you know, in terms of, you know, our discussions thus far, as I mentioned uh, 
there are all these opportunities IELTS presents, but at the same time, there are both these external, both internal challenges that both the business leader and the IT leader face when they're considering rollout an IELTS solution. So I think that right now, the most important thing in light of these constraints is that you need to look at a bounded solution when it comes to uh, rolling out IoT in the organization. And what do I mean by that? I think first and foremost, you've got to have a laser focus on the business problem you're trying to solve. And the business problem you're solving, at least initially, uh, should probably be, when I say bounded, it needs to be very focused on a certain aspect of a problem that you can realistically solve in a well-defined period of time. Again, you know, looking back at our 2016 IoT backbone survey, it is very clear that the, what that time frame is, is usually a year. So within 12 months, from concept to execution to proving out the results, you want to be able to do that within a 12-month period. And so given that time constraint, and also given the typical budget constraints, and what we're seeing is that the typical budget is uh, usually in the low six figures, U.S. dollars for our global audience. And so given those financial and time constraints, what we're seeing is that you want to be able to pick a business problem that you're going to be able to solve with IoT that you're going to be able to implement in about a three to four month time period and have the remaining eight to nine months to prove out that solution. So once you've um, been able to do that within that, what I call the bounded solution, and assuming the results at the end were positive, then I think it's much easier to expand the scope of that solution and also to really engage the higher-ups, the C-level decision makers, to be more ambitious in terms of the next phase of the IoT rollout. Mark, thank you very much. Mark Hung is a research vice president at Gartner and the chief author of Gartner's new special report, The Internet of Things, IoT's Challenges and Opportunities in 2017, now available on Gartner.com. You can also hear his webinar with the same title at Gartner.com slash webinars. And make sure to check out more of our ThinkCast interviews at Gartner.com slash podcasts, or subscribe to ThinkCast via iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. And when you're there, let us know how we're doing by giving us a rating. I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening.